Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and Adam. Hey, Adam, how are you doing? I'm tired, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm tired, too. I think most of everybody is tired. I think that today, Friday, November 6th, 2020, is a a year of general, or a year, a day, a week, a week in a year of general fatigue. Yes. Yeah. I I decided to try a a different workout, and I was telling um, my fellow teachers, like, this was the wrong week to try a different, a new workout. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was a poor life choice. This is the year, the year. Why don't you say year? This is the week that you just choose carbs over activity. Or at least that's been my strategy. Okay. I, on Wednesday, came home and for dinner... The uh-huh. loyal uh, loyal listeners to this podcast will know about my really elevated tastes, like having bear bites for with peanut butter for right, dinner. But right. on Wednesday, I really did. I had a triple creme cheese. I just say it that way to sound pretentious. I think okay. we'll always say triple cream. <laughs> okay. Uh, cheese is a soft French cheese. And I uh-huh. got out some crackers and I ate the entire block of cheese. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's a comfort food kind of week. Comfort food necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. But before we before we um get into more of our conversation this week, um let's let's share with people how they can interact with us. Absolutely. Um, so everyone, if you're feeling like us, and that's okay if you are, mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. can you can talk with us about it. Yes. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Wasertwapa. You can also find us on YouTube by the name of our podcast. Um, do you have any comments or listener? Um, uh, no, none in thoughts? written form. All I have is that I saw our guest slash number one fan at church uh-huh. this past Sunday. And uh-huh. she informed me that she did, with her daughter Katie, listen to the episode in which she was featured Oh, okay. And Katie may or may not have rolled her eyes when I called Michelle a celebrity. <laughs> that sounds like something a daughter would do, you know, you know, yes. about their mother. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's always good. We really appreciate all of the guests who have joined us for our conversations. But today... We're flying so is it so we can't say we're flying solo if it's two of us. We're flying duet. I mean, we're solo like we are like we're the we're, we're the, the the core co-host team. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we could be solo. Well, Phil, I believe our topic for this week is one of the major reasons that we are feeling so tired. And it what is. is that? 
the the 2020 election and I guess the presidential election. So, oh, primarily. Yes, I'm not really feeling fatigued from <laughs> the rest of the races. You know, I I um, did you vote earlier? Did you vote on election day, Phil? I voted early. Yeah. Okay. So I waited to vote uh, until election day. It uh-huh. was very smooth and very easy. Um, but before I went to the poll, of course, I wanted to be educated. So I um, used vote411.org. It's actually mm-hmm. a tool from the League of Women Voters. Mm-hmm. And um, it was great. I got to see my entire ballot, read the candidates' position statements. Um, you know, and there are, there are positions that one does not really perhaps have a clear idea of what the job is that you are electing a person to like Uh, county clerk right um or you know new york state appellate judge so it was very helpful to educate myself using that tool and i got a little voter guide with the candidates that i selected and i went prepared to the poll well that's good i did the same thing i um the 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 newspaper one of the newspapers in this area um releases information on each of the candidates um and the different races and so yeah i um i read through those before i went to make my decision so yeah yeah it's good yep. to do but i have to say county clerk and new york state appellate judge have not exhausted me in the way that the race at the top of the ticket did. Right. So or do you want to do you want to start? Continues to. Do I want to start? <laughs> yes. Um I think that we should absolutely expect what is happening now, the delay in the vote. Um, If the election were close, which it absolutely turns out to have been, we we were warned for months to expect this because of the speed or lack thereof of counting mail-in ballots. Right. Um, So uh, that part, I... Of course, I... Wish that it had not been so close. Um, Mm -hmm. I wish Mm -hmm. that whomever Rave Rises Victorious would have more of a mandate for governance over this Mm -hmm. nation. Uh, And instead, this election has revealed that our fault lines are even deeper than, than at least I realized... Um, and yeah, so, so since it wasn't close, which I I think I would have preferred if it had been, you know, a more just obvious win by one or the other. Well, I mean, I know who I voted for, but I wish it had been a more obvious win by the person I voted for. Mm -hmm. And then we wouldn't have had to wait. Second scenario is, okay, it's a close election. We knew we were going to have to wait. And so that, you know, I I think I was 
mentally, emotionally prepared for that. Uh, what I was not prepared for, and maybe we can talk later about whether the way I've let this consume me is indicative of some <laughs> spiritual or emotional lack of health, some sickness. Um, <laughs> what I was not prepared for was for both it to take so long and for half of my social media to blow up with people who um, baselessly claim that this is evidence of fraud and cheating. Um, and I think even more sad that all of those people who have blown up my social media with such completely baseless claims mm -hmm. are simply parroting the commander-in-chief of the United States whose maturity is that of an infant. And that is... Um... Oh, gosh. I... <laughs> I really want... I'm sorry for talking so long, Phil. I really want to get to your perspective, and I don't want us to take too long today, because I think everyone is electioned out. But, you know, I really want to say that I've been consistent politically in my life. Um, of course, my views have changed on certain issues. Of course, you know, I continue to evolve... Um, but I just, I really do, I don't think I'm being self-delusional. I really do think I have been consistent in the measures by which I evaluate a candidate for, for public office. Mm -hmm. Um, and therefore I do feel like I can fairly honestly say, um, that I would feel this way about the president's behavior whether I voted for him or not. I do not think... Uh, I, whether I was a supporter or a detractor of President Trump, his behavior since election night, calling into question our democratic process completely nonsensically calling for the ballots to continue to be counted in states where he is losing and for counting to stop in states where he is winning, his just vitriol, his rhetoric is dangerous. The American people deserve to have confidence in their election system unless you can demonstrably prove that there has been fraud. You cannot just, without any information, inflame this, this the, the, the baser instincts of people. And, um, and so what he is doing is irresponsible, it is dangerous, it is false, it is untrue. 
Last night, did you catch his press conference last night, Phil? Um, some of it. To, I to mean, kinda, I, yeah. I was watching on ABC and mm-hmm. when he came on, and uh, they cut away, uh, you don't know, five, ten minutes in, because he just was standing up there and lying. Um, <laughs> and I, like, I welcome evidence of fraud. I welcome evidence of cheating. Issue your lawsuits and bring evidence to court. Because you know what? The judge doesn't care what you tweet. The judge doesn't care what you say. The judge is going to examine the evidence. So I welcome it. But keep your hole shut until the judge has ruled. Because all you're doing is flaming the fans of violence. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is this is raw, this is real. Yes. I hope none of my students listen to this. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Cause I think they're like we can um we can um support people and still disagree with them on certain points. Mm-hmm. But I mean at what point do you say what this person is doing is so egregious that I, it's not just enough for me to, um, try to correct them as a supporter. I can't be their supporter anymore. (laughs) Yes. I mean, (laughs) I'm cause I'm just trying to, we have had five (laughs) years of his antics. At least, at least. Uh, well, yes. Since he, you know, became a, a politician, since mm-hmm. he began running for office. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember in October 2016 when the Access Hollywood tapes came out? Oh yes, I do remember. Yes, I mean, and then I mean, just how many instances on a daily basis does it take until people say enough yeah and i just (laughs) yes so is this the line in the sand i hope so but i've hoped that a thousand times in the past and it's never turned to out to be right the one difference here phil The one thing that might give me just a shade of a glimmer of hope more Mm -hmm. than those thousand previous instances. People, especially people in power, smell the scent of losing on this loser president. And there's nothing that inspires people to abandon ship more than smelling a sore loser. So that's the only thing that stands between our democracy and him taking down half the country in flames while he himself sinks. Right. 
I I I I think I agree with you. Most 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 of the Republicans are kind of um, being more uh, tepid with their responses. My 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 problem, and then maybe we can kind of go to a, go in another direction. My my problem is that that's very convenient, though, right? It's it's very convenient at the point where it looks like he's gonna lose for you to not be as um not be as pro Trump, you know, because he's losing instead of mm-hmm. being principled and saying whether he was winning or losing or whether it was going to cost me an election or not, um that this is not right. And I and I say that as someone who's not having to make these decisions. I mean I I, mm-hmm. I will I I give I give them that. You know, oh I'm, gosh, though, Phil. I mean, I, the heart is exceedingly wicked, and so perhaps yes. I should not overestimate my own integrity. But oh, I pray to God that if I were in any kind of position of power, I would stand up for what is right. Yeah, I pray the same thing for myself. Yes, 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 yes. I pray the same thing. I pray the same thing, and I, I hope that we. I mean, I hope that at least in these instances, we are able to kind of just. It it, it really it really is kind of a a testing of metal in in a smaller sense because again, it's not costing us an election, mm. but to be able to kind of reflect on what what other people are dealing with, and, you know, I'm I'm hoping that um, I do have the courage when it costs me something to. Mm. To stand yeah. against it, you know, when it costs me something, because like that's the thing. Um, one of the things, if we, I guess, if we can move on. One of the things I, I think is probably <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You haven't told me about why, why you're so tired. Oh well, I mean, and I for, mean, Phil, I really got very real and raw there, and I've tried to, <laughs> I've tried to betray my political leanings. Less uh-huh. this cycle than I did back in 2016, uh-huh. um, and I I think I have been successful at that. Although I you know I've, I've obviously you know I've made some comments at times, so I really just you know told people how it was. Even though I there there's a segment of even this is going out into the public and you know the 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 American public the global public. <laughs> All of our adoring fans, they do not, you know, I, I don't necessarily want them to know my political views, but I guess from my very, very tiny, very short platform of power here on the Circle Pop platform, I have stood by integrity and stood for what is right, which is yes. counting every vote. All right. right. So yes. I want you to be similarly vulnerable because I am out here on the edge of this diving board all by myself, brother. Okay. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you. I want every vote counted. You know, since if you want me to step out there, one of the things that I really wanted us to, one of the things I've been thinking about is the, this, this, I, I call it kind of a euphemism. We call it election integrity. Mm-hmm. And I'm really wondering, is it voter suppression? Um, mm. A lot of the things, you know, we, we talked last time when we, um, in one of the episodes, you don't know what you don't know about the rules yes. around absentee ballots. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and are they are they so onerous that it's really meant to keep people from voting versus making sure that votes are legitimate yes um yes. and and i and i think my 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 concern is that and i mean and we and the problem is the problem is that the same people who are saying stop the count we only want to count votes uh, on election day have created the rules that we have that mm. are, that put a, a lot of these states in the places where they're in mm-hmm. um in florida they were actually preparing the mail-in ballots as they came in so that on election night it was it was a just running through a machine they were already prepped mm-hmm. already processed yes. And a which lot is why of these, we knew Florida so much sooner. Right, which is yeah, which why we not they're not still counting right. um days later. And and that's and that's not even really the issue because you know, it's really it's it's just like a most things in the United States. It is commercialized and it is for it is to um we we want we we yeah it's more commercialized like news 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 television companies they can make sell ads by saying we are going to call this election tonight mm-hmm. versus the process you're counting ballots so it oh, may not yeah. all happen tonight no i mean i i get it i have had cnn open in the background tab <laughs> on my browser yes. both at home and at work since tuesday night yeah, yeah, and I—I I mean, me too. I was, you know, I, I joined you for the for the mm-hmm. watch party, and I—I I think I just laid down on my on the bed back here and just got up. It was still going. Yes. I had to get up and turn it up. I mean, we we get it. We're into it, and 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 so like I I I I I'm critical. I critique even as I even as I admit that I like I am I am being. Um, I'm a part of it, but so like that's the biggest thing. Um, one of uh, my 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 biggest thought, like, is there like, are, where is the line between election integrity, which we all want, we want pe- eligible voters to vote, versus you're trying to stop people from voting. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the um, one of the amendments in Florida was um, was all about this one word. So the first amendment on the ballot. Um, was uh, they wanted to change every citizen of the United States and a resident can vote to only citizens and residents of Florida can vote. And and I'm just and again just the i that idea though it's 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 a idea of if you're if you're eligible come on you are able. But no, versus let me let me check your paperwork. Hold on, let me hold. Don't don't go through the door until I let you come in. Hmm. That type of like, and I'm just, you know, it, it is that like like I said, I think that's more of that's an ideological shift of like how do we, you know, how do we really uh, what do, what are we really valuing in our elections? But um, so like. That was just one uh, one of the things I, I've been thinking about. The are we really trying to make these elections free, fair, and open, or we, you know, I, I've <laughs> no, said it before. No. <laughs> okay, no, right? That's, that's the answer. That's no, we. I mean, 
We should, right? We should yeah. want... We should want every citizen of the United States to vote. We should. Um, we should make... We should remove as many barriers to that process as possible while still ensuring the integrity of our elections. Yeah. Um, and believe me, like, there are some... People who do not think well that I do not want, like me personally, I do not want those individuals voting, you know, like they, they are drains on the system or they believe in QAnon. Like, all right, there are some people who I'm just like, I'm a little insulted that they get the same vote that I do. Oh, I'm so bad. But my larger commitment is to the principle at the very bedrock of our republic. And that Mm -hmm. is one person, one vote. So, you know what? I mean, I was was listening to some stories um, on that. And the whole idea, we dealt with this in 2016, the whole idea, idea of the electoral college. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, we would be done. Like, we could, we could, we... Yes. The whole country is waiting with bated breath right now to see if the candidate who is leading by four million votes will actually win. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. I... Oh. I mean, exactly. I'm torn. I am torn. There is a... There is an argument to be made for the Electoral College um, because I think that it does force leaders at the national level, the presidential candidates, to address the needs and concerns of Americans in the so-called heartland. Mm-hmm. Without the Electoral College, they, I think presidential candidates would go to the coasts and Texas and everyone else would be ignored. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I do, I, I, you know, I, again, I'm trying to be reasonable. I try to see every side of the argument, but the electoral college is broken when so many presidential candidates in recent history have lost the popular vote and won the presidency. Mm -hmm. Uh, If, you know, if President Trump wins the presidency this year, it will be, you know, just an absurd number, an absurd amount of this country, you know, over 1% of the population, not of the voters, but of the population Mm -hmm. who said, no, we want the other guy. Right, right. Yeah, I, you know, one of the other things that I've been thinking about is the, um, along with just allowing people to vote, the idea of um, making your case and let the best case win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a principle that I remember hearing on a lot of conservative talk um, 
um, stations and even Christian talk stations. This is it. We are a country of ideas and the best ideas always rise to the top. And again, if that is true, why are, you, why are we trying to suppress votes? Why are we not just really trying to make the case yes. <clears throat> for your idea and then trust that your voters, trust that the voters will see the validity of your argument? Yes. But sadly, that's not where we are. Yeah. I mean, but but we, like, as regular people, we have to do that. Like, you know, I mean, yes. we we have to do these things. You know, we just can't, we can't say the things. I, it's, it's unfathomable that a person could say some of the things and do some of the things that our president has done. And it's leading this country. Yes, there, he has lived his life without consequences. Yeah. And I don't understand how he has gotten away with it, why. Uh, but I can I say I mean it's because he's a white male. Like that's because he's a white male. Yes. Well, a rich white male. A rich yeah, I just add that. Yes. A rich white male. I'd yes. like to think that I have a little <laughs> bit more responsibility and a little bit more uh, accountability. In yeah. My okay. Life. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think you know I've been really disheartened by um, by people who um, who don't want to see reason. Uh, you know, I, I said earlier that I want to see evidence. You know, if I, I don't want voter fraud, yeah. I, I don't, you know, like this is the United States. This is democracy. Like if Jesus wants to be our president, if he comes back to the earth and wants to be our president, like <laughs> Jesus is, so first of all, this is a horrible analogy because Jesus is king. That this is like the, the new heavens and the new earth will be a theocracy, okay? But I'm just saying, hypothetical situation, okay. Jesus comes back not riding on the clouds with a Trump, but instead uh-huh. he just like tiptoes in and is like, I've decided to run for president. If Jesus lost the election, I would say, well, Jesus, you decided to play by our rules for this game, so you need to go home. Oh, man. So I don't want fraud. If there's fraud, bring it in a lawsuit. If there's fraud, like, just be an adult, right? If there's fraud, be an adult, have it adjudicated in court. Fine, we'll prolong the election. We will still want have election results in a week or two weeks. Like, let it play out in the courts. But don't burn down the system in the process. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's why, like, that's my point of view. Like, I, I have not seen any evidence of voter fraud. I believe in the integrity of our elections. And so I therefore will believe that until given evidence that there is voter fraud, it's the innocent before proven guilty. Mm-hmm. 
mantra that lies at the foundation of our judicial system. Okay. Right. The president and his less thoughtful supporters do not seem interested in evidence. They do not seem interested. I mean, they will believe anything he tells them. There's, I mean, I can't tell you, and I really, I should not do it. Again, this is a, this is a symptom of a spiritual or emotional <laughs> sickness. But I, mm. I don't make a lot of pronouncements on Facebook, but I have been commenting on some things. Um, and just, like, seeing things that are posted. Uh, and social media companies are getting a little bit better at, at you know, giving warning labels to things that are blatantly false. Um, yeah. But they're, they're, you know, they can't catch everything right away. And so if I see right. something posted, I will, you know, just quickly Google it. This is all it takes. This is, this is all it takes. Dear audience, this is my plea, my one request. Don't share a link on social media until you've done two things. Only two things. Two easy steps. One, Google the item and see if it is corroborated by any other <coughs> news source. Mm -hmm. If it isn't, hit pause. Two, whatever source you are sharing, go to mediabiasfactcheck.com and type in the name of this publication and on the factual reporting scale, if it is not high or very high, ignore it. You, I trust people to, to, to weed out bias. I trust people to read unbiased. I read center-right and center-left publications. I, I, you know, maybe this is hubris, but I believe that I am intelligent enough to recognize bias in the sources that I... That in the sources that I read. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I am not intelligent enough to separate fact from fiction. And people are sharing just things that, one, are not corroborated, and two, mm -hmm. are from sources that are propaganda mills. Mm. And I just, like, it's irresponsible and yeah. you know i don't think that what i just said i don't think steps one and two are something you need a phd to do i just no, think I it's being think so. a responsible citizen in the 21st century in our information economy yeah no i don't think i don't think i think i mean <clears throat> and even if you have read the if you have read whatever it is you're sharing you know, first ask yourself that. I mean, like, do I even need to do those two steps? Like, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> yes. yes, you know, like, and, and just walk away. Like, do I need to even do those two steps and walk away? I mean, I, we said we didn't want to go too long. I have 
I have maybe one, two things that I think we can make into two to okay. maybe end us quickly here. Okay. We we realized that it was not a landslide, right? Like right. that. I mean, because that's right. what we were hoping for. Joe Biden would do so. Were you <laughs> hoping, Phil? Are you finally allowing your political stripes to show? I mean, I'm I'm allowing I'm allowing what. Not so much my political stripes. I, you know, because I really believe we are as Christians, we are pilgrims. But yes. where I am, uh, where I am as far as this election is go as as went, I guess I just did my political stripes show. But it wasn't a landslide for uh, the particular party that was trying to beat. Another particular party. Because, because <laughs> only one of them was trying to win. Right? Yes, because only one of them was trying to win. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. The the one I who do, did but not does control. Our audience. Huh? I do, but does our audience. Oh yeah, so <laughs> it wasn't a landslide for the Democrats. Right. Okay. And and the one thing, the other thing I was thinking about it, like you were saying. But I, I just wonder if, you know, I'm tr just trying to give people the benefit of doubt, right? Mm, like, yes. why, you know, why, why wasn't this a complete, you know, repudiation of everything oh. that we see? <laughs> there, there is, okay, speaking of news sources, not uh -huh. something that I shared publicly because I think it's too incendiary. And I can anticipate already the, the reactions of people about the horrified that I would read a left-of-center publication like The Atlantic, which uh -huh. is very high on the factual reporting scale, by the way. But there was an op-ed in The Atlantic called Half the country just voted for a sociopath. Mm. And okay. I yes. do recommend it. I do okay. recommend it here okay. for our audience. Hopefully our audience, you know, is smaller. And this is, and we're buried, you know, 38 minutes into the podcast. Right, so right, right. Hopefully, you know, anyone who's not really committed to hearing what we have to say won't, won't hear that. But, okay. um, you know, yes. And I guess back to what I was saying earlier. What does it take? Mm -hmm. Four years of division and strife and tweet storming and just norm-busting daily headlines, daily headlines that just mm -hmm. are embarrassing. The complete crumbling of our alliances around the world. The yeah. complete laughingstock we have become to our allies. Mm. Just a... a pandemic that we've handled worse than any other place on earth, an economy in utter shambles, and half the country still said, yeah, I want four more years of that? Mm. Yeah. So my question, my the question to that kind of statement, well, I asked the question, but what I'm more concerned about is how do we find unity? Oh. I don't know if we do if the president is not going to be an adult. Mm. We need the president to say what Mitt Romney, John McCain, uh, uh, 
John Kerry, Al Gore, mm-hmm. all the way back, all the losing presidential candidates have mm-hmm. given the nation and their supporters the goodbye present that they so desperately need. And that is a message of peace, reconciliation, unity, and support for the new commander-in-chief. Yeah. I don't think Donald Trump is capable. I don't think he's capable (sighs) of saying, I lost, fair and square, I'm a loser, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe is now the president, (laughs) and we owe him our support. Yeah. I just... uh, Can I make one quick comment before we go to our final segment? Yes, we're probably ahead. not going to do current events corner since this whole episode was a current <laughs> events corner. It was yeah. a current events house, not a current events corner. <laughs> um, I speaking of losing candidates in the recent past, um, I think there's a, I think there's a deep sickness in the United States. Um, Again, one person, one vote. I do believe in that. But it is deeply distressing to me that people, eligible voters, who could not be motivated to get off their rear ends and get themselves to the polls in... 2008 and 2012. I assume these people are Republicans, so I'm going to assume they're voting for the Republican candidate because they they are voting for Donald Trump. So in 2016, they come out in record numbers. First-time voters who've never voted before. And we're not talking young people. We're not talking their first-time voters because they're 19 years old. No, no. We're talking about people who've never engaged in the political system before. And then even more of them this year in 2020. They couldn't get off their rear ends and vote for the Republican candidate in 2008 or 2012. Let's go back to 2008 just because, I mean, again, I'm not saying anything about his opponent. But John McCain was an incredible specimen of humanity, Mm. a war hero, an independent thinker. Someone who truly loved this country. Someone who had sacrificed so immensely for this country. Who served his constituents so nobly. Who was committed to the truth. Who was committed to, you know, to to democratic norms. Who wanted to work across the aisle. Who had pragmatic vision. I mean, he chose Sarah Palin, so he wasn't perfect. But... (laughs) He was, he was truly an incredible man. And he did not excite those people who stayed home, but who would get off their rear ends and go to the polls and vote for someone like Donald Trump. I think that is, that is indicative of a deep illness in this nation. If there are people who would sit out the political process when, when men of honor 
and dignity and honesty and intelligence and fairness, like John McCain <clears throat> and Mitt Romney were on the ballot, but would show up for, forgive me, a lying sociopath. Mm. A lying, narcissistic, self-centered, self-absorbed... Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take, I'm gonna stop you. Take a breath. The I I I've, I mean I've been thinking about that as well. And we we we're by, it's about to be a full fully podcast. Uh. <laughs> but but I mean, what is it like? Like what you know? Like where is the line? Because uh, as you're saying, it's people of honor. You know, um, not wanting to say certain things. Although Joe, like I mean, you commented on Joe Biden in the first debate did mm-hmm. kind of cross the line in your opinion, yes, in opinion on that. Yes. Um, but where is the line? Where is the line between being a honorable person versus just being, um, you know, too polite? Um, maybe not telling it as as much as like as much as it is. You know, telling it like it is, like you should, maybe. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, uh, I wonder if Donald. I mean, I think there, it's like a two. I'm gonna say, I'm saying this. It's a two. There's a two part problem here. I think we have a lack of education and our electorate, like there, mo- yes. most people don't understand how this work, how the system works. But then, like, are you really like? Do you like? Are the politicians really caring? about the needs of every voter as I, w- I was thinking to myself like i mean like you said even with the electoral college there are some states who will never see a candidate who have never seen a candidate you know and so yes. um i i'm i'm just i'm wondering to myself like the well I, I do, you know what I'm just going to <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm way, way too emotionally worked up right now. <sighs> I'm just you know what eighty percent of white evangelicals who voted for Donald Trump and like that he tells it as it is, like you just mm-hmm. said, Phil. Mm-hmm. Well, the Apostle Paul told us, live in harmony with one another. Uh-huh. Do not be haughty, but associate uh-huh. with the lowly. Associate with the lowly. Maybe seek to better the position of the lowly. Maybe that has something to do with the entire rest of scripture that talks about serving the poor, the orphaned, the widow, and the refugee. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm, Romans mm -hmm. 12. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil. But give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably 
with all. So I'd much rather have someone who keeps his flap shut than tells it like it is. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I understand. I'm, 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 I'm just kind of, you know, I guess I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here. But <laughs> should we? Should we I'm sorry. And you know, what? I'm like, I'm so guilty, right? <laughs> Listen to me. I, my, my flap is not shut. My flap is just a flapping. <laughs> I, I I mean this you know but that's but that's the important part of grace and like and that's why we um you know I mean we have in this conversation it's a conversation you know and people we could be a part of it or... I mean my one my one consolation is that it's a podcast and people expect us to talk <laughs> right well yeah <laughs> yes we should be talking and I really you know again Again, I really, uh, I'm going to end on this. Uh, There's so many other things I could say. There's so Uh many. I want to talk about voter suppression. I want to talk about about voter ID laws. I want to talk about about how whatever you perceive as bias in the liberal media does not mean it is all fake news. I want to talk about the fact that being a supporter does not mean you're automatically good. And being a detractor does not mean you're automatically bad. Okay, there's so much I want to talk about. Not going to talk about it. Just going to mention it. I think I've got it out of my system sufficiently to move on. <sighs> but what I do, um, I've lost it. Okay. <laughs> I've lost it. Oh, okay. No, I've not. I remember how in, earlier in the podcast I said that I, I really think I've been consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, and like, mm-hmm. maybe I was wrong as a child. Maybe, maybe I was brainwashed when I thought that Bill Clinton should have been impeached and removed from office. But I've just been consistent, exactly like the editorial board of Christianity Today, who said when when Trump was impeached earlier this year, you know, like, we said this whether we we advocated for Clinton to be removed from office and either we were wrong then or we need to advocate for Trump to be removed from office now and they advocated for him to be removed from office since his crimes were even more egregious than Clinton's obviously um so i just want i really have tried to be consistent i have not given any politician a pass i have not liked anyone. I mean, for all of the praise I just heaped on John McCain, I am sure that if he'd been in office, I would have been sorely disappointed with him and just would have been his number one critic. So, I just, what I'm about to say, I say out of a true desire to be fair, and whether I achieve it or not, I really am trying. Mm -hmm. I was rooting for President Trump to do well. When he won this office, I was really rooting for him to prove himself competent. I was really rooting for him to prove himself capable. I was really rooting for him to prove that he had sound judgment. I was really rooting for him to prove himself compassionate towards those in need. I was really rooting for him to prove that he could behave 
Let's not even say in a presidential manner. I don't think my expectations are there anymore. I think he's destroyed that expectation for all time. I just want him to behave like a human adult. My hopes were dashed. My hopes were continually disappointed for four years. I don't want someone who's going to tell it like it is. I want someone who's going to live peaceably with all. Romans 12, 8, 12, 18. So, um, I think <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to care, take this on too much longer, but, um, Yeah. I feel I'm feeling really guilty. I monopolized way too much of this conversation. Okay, I mean you 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 know like I I I, I had some I, coffee this afternoon. Could you tell? You, you did. I I mean I understand. You have a lot on your mind. You have a lot. If we if we really wanted to, we probably could talk for two hours. Like we probably could oh, just easily. keep going. I mean, we, we will not keep going. Subject yes, our dear but, audience to that. But but. Um, I want to end on two notes really quick. I, I really do feel what you're saying. My 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 thing, uh, I remember something I did want to say, is that I feel like Donald Trump, and I said this before, I said this, I shared this on a live, that Donald Trump has taken the veneer off of something that um, a lot of people have maybe been saying and seeing, and um, certain policies of the Republican and even the Democratic parties. Right. I mean, we, you know, yeah, I don't, people, some people feel like Joe Biden really did not fully answer for uh, the crime bills that mm, he, mm -hmm. that he supported yeah. in yes. the 80s and 90s. Um, but I really feel like Donald Trump, he, he's taking, a, uh, taking away the facade of, of some of those things. And, Really taking away the facade, really taking, hitting the thing that was always there. You know, the 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 evil that was all always there, and 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 it's and my prayer is that one. Um, and this, I really, I'm really so thankful that I've come to understand is that we preach the gospel because. All of us need Jesus, <laughs> mm, yes. and, and as you're saying, for your for your um, struggles, for my struggles, for those who disagree with us, because I and we're pretty we're we're close, pretty much on the same side here. Mm. All of us need Jesus. All of us need yes. grace. All of us need to know that we are forgiven, yes. and and that ultimately, no no politician. Right. Um, no legislation, no protection for our job or whatever. None of that is going to save us and matter in yeah. the end. Yes. We really need Jesus. Um, yeah. and so we, I mean, I just like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, maybe, uh, a, a, a black grandmother would say, you need Jesus. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> we all do. We all need Jesus. And okay. and the other thing is that it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. It In the grand be. scheme, uh, yes. It's going to be okay. When America, uh, John Piper wrote this in his election 
blog post that got him in so much trouble with the Trumpsters. Mm. When America is but a footnote mm. in celestial history. Mm. Uh, dear audience, our citizenship is not here. Yeah. We are sojourners in a foreign land. Yes. Whether Donald Trump defies the will of the people and is re-elected, whether Joe Biden is in office, both will lead us further on the path to destruction. Mm -hmm. I just believe one of them will lead us there more slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we, you know, we definitely are ultimately looking forward to the day where we are in that theocracy and yes. that where our, our just, our mighty, our gracious yes. king is ruling. Where all of the op-eds will simply be praising his name. Amen. Amen. What Amen. A, what a future is promised to us. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, Phil, you know, actually, I'm feeling that we don't need to pretend to do final segments. We've done a whole episode <laughs> on current events, and I've learned a lot from you, and you? you've tolerated a lot from me, and uh, so maybe we should say bye for now. Adiós. Adiós.